Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as this is a Monday podcast episode where we focus on a specific astrological theme and dive a bit deeper into its energy signature. And today I wanted to discuss with you the significance of Mars in Gemini squaring Neptune in Pisces three times. And there are a few reasons why this energy is important important and we're going to discuss it in today's show with the intention of giving you a heads up or some insights into anything you may be experiencing during this transit. Now, Mars in Gemini first squared Neptune in Pisces at 23 degrees, the middle of October 2022. Both planets were at 23 degrees and the square occurred October 10th until about October 16th. And that is a longer time span than normal, simply because Mars in Gemini is moving slowly in order to station retrograde, which occurs on October 30th when Mars is at 25 degrees. So before that station retrograde occurs, Mars is moving slower, hence the longer interaction with Neptune and Pisces. And so this was their first square. Then Mars is retrograde and meets up with Neptune in Pisces, also retrograde, again in November, specifically when both are at 22 degrees from November 18th until the 23rd. But even during the span of time when they're not in an exact square, they're still only a few degrees apart. So essentially, Mars and Gemini is squaring Neptune and Pisces from the middle of October until nearly the end of November 2022. Then they will have a third and final square in March 2023, when both planets are direct and they will make a square at 25 degrees and that occurs March 14th until March 17th. So what we are moving through here is a very deep reprogramming around how much emphasis and perhaps unconscious intention we've put into how we go about our daily lives. And I'm going to break this down for you and explain it even more. But Mars in Gemini is about how we take action. Mars is about the physical body, what we go after, where we exert physical energy and effort. Mars is what we desire and what we do. Mars is associated with masculine energies and also the physical body. Mars in Gemini, Gemini is about our thoughts, our words, our communications, what we are perceiving and processing, the stimuli around us, our daily environments, and how we go about living our daily lives. Now, Mars in Gemini moves fast and is able to do multiple things at once. There's a restlessness here. There's the strength in multitasking. There's the ability to get a lot done, especially in a short amount of time. Mars in Gemini excels at short-term projects, getting things 
moving and ensuring that the details are covered as long as he's not moving too fast. So Mars and Gemini helps us with the energy we need in our daily lives in order to do what we need to do. And so when this energy squares Neptune and Pisces three times, there is a slowdown because that Neptune and Pisces energy is all about the other realms, your intuition, what you're sensing and feeling. Neptune and Pisces connects us to what we can't see, even though we're feeling it and sensing it. Neptune and Pisces is also our higher self's messages and perhaps what we need to slow down in order to hear, in order to listen and be more receptive. So what we have occurring during this ongoing square is that our typical ways of doing things might not work, might not bring about the results or the desired outcomes that we were hoping for because that Neptune and Pisces dissolves and removes. It takes away what we thought or what we were doing. And also Mars and Gemini being a communicator means that the words you're saying or what you want to communicate or express might be missing, might not make it to the other person. They might get lost in the mail. There could be things here that never show up. They just disappear. That's part of this strong Neptune influence, especially through a square. Now, a square is an aspect in astrology that brings in some type of hardship, difficulty, or challenge that we're meant to rise above. We're meant to see it in a new way. If you force it, it doesn't create any type of desired outcome typically. Rather, the square shows you what needs to change here potentially on both sides between both planets so that they can rise up to their higher expression. Also in a square configuration, which is a 90 degree angle, typically one planet is stronger. One planet dominates, one planet gets its way, has more influence or has something that overrides the other planet. Now Mars is a warrior, but Mars is actually no match for the influence of this Neptune and Pisces, which does have the stronger energy. So that means Mars in Gemini could feel a defeat, could feel discouraged, could feel unsure of what to do next, unsure of what to say next, unsure of which errands to do today or what he should do with his life force or with the typical energy he's used to. In fact, Mars and Gemini could feel like he doesn't have as much energy. He could feel like it takes more just to get going because he's feeling that influence from Neptune and Pisces. Now, Neptune and Pisces wants us to detach and step back. Neptune and Pisces wants us to disconnect from what we are perceiving is so very important in the present moment and go higher to see the bigger picture of it all. Neptune in Pisces typically takes away what we thought was so important in the physical world. 
And Neptune and Pisces is connecting you more with your intuition, with more of what you're truly feeling inside that perhaps the mind and the body don't always connect with. So there's essentially an override here from Neptune and Pisces that can feel like a defeat or something is out of our hands, out of our control. I don't know what to do next. I don't know what to say. I don't know where to go. It brings up the I don't knows. It brings up a sense of confusion and what is important, what does matter, where should I direct my energy and my effort And the strong Neptune in Pisces influence is asking you to go higher into your intuition. And this is where our feelings, our sensitivities, more of our softer energies are coming in. And I feel like we are receiving downloads from this Neptune energy that is overriding our typical senses. It's overriding the mind. It's overriding the body. It's overriding the ego. So here we have what could feel like ego losses or things that really matter to us aren't coming through or aren't showing up because Mars typically will keep moving ahead to get his way, but he is retrograde as of October 30th until January 13th, 2023. So he is in a place of rewind, reconsider, backtracking, and basically moving backwards through that retrograde to reconsider his steps, to look at what he has done, to look at his choices, to basically analyze more of what has been happening in his daily life, in his personal world. Again, it's everything in our local environment is part of the Gemini energy. It's also about our everyday travel, your car, your bike, your bus route, getting on the metro. It's about what we do in a day that is interesting or that requires us to go out outside of our homes and go out into what is happening around us. So this Mars and Gemini being retrograde is already needing to retract his energy and pull back. And then he finds himself in this intense discussion with Neptune and Pisces that is also asking him to step out of his mind, step out of his ego, step out of his body. So basically, Neptune and Pisces is removing and basically bearing Mars. It's kind of like becoming very raw, very open, very exposed, and taking him out of his normal strengths. And then this Neptune and Pisces is bringing in intuitive downloads, emotional awakenings, bringing in something that can even open up the heart. So this This is a feminine energy, this Neptune and Pisces, that is overriding Mars and Gemini, the masculine energy, and it's like this flood of emotion or intuition or feelings that Neptune is essentially drowning Mars in. And this is to give you an idea 
of how we are being asked and invited at this time to trust more of what we're feeling or sensing, to go into more of the messages that perhaps your higher self is bringing into you, or even the messages you're seeing in your dream state or in meditation or with your third eye chakra, there could be also this huge expansion of the crown chakra right now, where again, because that Mars in Gemini is having to surrender his mind, his body, and his ego, his crown chakra is expanding in a huge way. So there's this sense of being out of our element, of feeling like something feels very foreign or odd. The typical way I do things isn't really successful or isn't bringing about what I thought it would. This is where we could even feel like we're not grounded. And these are both mutable signs Pisces and Gemini. They are about possibilities, choices, flexibility, being adaptable. But also there's a restlessness here. There's a sense of not knowing what to choose, not knowing what is important. And because this lasts for a while, I feel like what we are bringing into our energy streams is greater trust in our intuition. And I just am feeling some type of heart awakening, a heart expansion coming in. It feels like a big download and it could also feel very emotional, almost like something just gets busted open and it cracks. And I also feel too like what we're seeing and feeling is that We are so programmed to go to our mind for understanding, for answers, for details. And that's a beautiful thing. We clearly need our brains, right? We don't want to just surrender our brains. But it feels like this energy is not only working with the crown chakra, but also the heart chakra. And it's pulling us deeper into what we're deeply feeling And allowing those messages to come through powerfully to the point where the mind doesn't know what to do or we don't know what to say or it's unclear if you should say anything. I mean, it has almost like the sense of maybe the throat chakra feels like it's shrinking or it doesn't feel as reliable because there's so much happening with these bigger downloads that are busting us wide open. And what I was noticing too about this particular Mars retrograde in Gemini, and I have mentioned this before in other programs and other podcasts, is how we've previously had over the past few years, both a strong Venus retrograde in Gemini, Mercury retrograde in Gemini, and the North Node in Gemini. All of that happened over the past two years. And now here's Mars retrograde in the same parts of your chart. So Mars retrogrades from 25 degrees back to eight degrees of Gemini. And it's covering that same territory where we have had the Venus retrograde Mercury retrograde and the North Node. So we've had over the past few years, this reprogramming through Neptune 
that now Mars is enduring. And so there's something here, the bigger cosmic picture is how we are understanding more about the power of our minds, what it means to be intentional with our words and our communications and our self-expression, what it means to be very aware of the power of our minds and what we're thinking about and what we're perceiving and also questioning it. Because Neptune and Pisces will question this reality. Is this true or is this an illusion? Is this a real fact or is this propaganda? Is this something that really matters at the end of the day or is it something that is just going to wash away during the next rainstorm? And so what we're looking at is how the mind is so powerful and it runs the show. We rely on it. We need our brains and we know that that's a vital part of our existence But I feel like what we're receiving over these ongoing connections with Neptune and Pisces is checking in with our soul, checking in with our higher self, and looking at how we respond or how we feel when there is a slowdown, when there are things that are so uncertain or you're like grasping in the fog for something and you can't quite reach it or you don't know the next answer or the next detail. And how do you continue to maneuver through life when there are those levels of uncertainty? And that's essentially what this Mars and Gemini squaring Neptune and Pisces brings up. How do you deal with the unknowns when you don't know what is going to be said or what you should express? It's almost like a loss of words. It's almost feeling like I don't know what to say. And it could even be that you're feeling that physically as well. Again, this influence can diffuse that Mars in Gemini's life force. There could be a feeling that what you would normally do, what you would normally go after, or what you would normally choose is no longer satisfying. It's no longer the correct thing for you. It's no longer in alignment. And then it opens up this void. Neptune and Pisces opens up voids opens up things that we don't know how to solve just yet. And Mars in Gemini typically wants to solve it, figure it out. What's the answer? What's the plan? How is this going to come together? And over this span of time, there could be things that arise and you're just left with more questions. Or again, you don't know. There's like this whole not knowing energy signature That can be very challenging for the mind, especially the linear mind. So the linear mind is feeling the impact of Neptune and Pisces. Now, what I would advise that you do is when you look at your natal astrology chart, you're looking at where Mars is covering in your chart. So you're looking at 8 degrees to 25 degrees of Gemini, that house or houses is where Mars is going to be hanging out from now until March 2023. Then you want to identify where Neptune and Pisces between 22 and 25 degrees of Pisces is in your chart, which house or houses. And these are the two areas of life where the energies 
are not gelling. This is where there's that tension, that uncertainty. So you're identifying where the Mars retrograde in Gemini is happening for you, which house or area of life, and that's going to show you where Mars is reworking energies with you. Then you identify where you have 22 to 25 degrees of Pisces, and that's where this Neptune and Pisces is dissolving, removing, requiring a letting go. So these are the two houses in your chart where you're feeling this energy. This is the two areas of life where you could be frustrated. You could be wanting something to come together, wanting something to rely on. This energy has an unreliability to it. It has inconsistency to it. It has a sense of, oh, I thought it was this. Nope. I don't know what it is now. I don't know what to do. So these are the areas of your chart where you are being asked by the universe to practice not knowing and also ensuring that you then don't go into powerlessness or victim consciousness just because you don't know. So this could be something to watch or monitor in yourself where, okay, I'm not sure how this is going to play out or I don't know what I'm going to choose next or I don't know what to say. Again, all these I don't knows come up. And what the universe is asking you is to actually go higher, go higher than the linear mind, go higher than the present moment, and go into the realms of potentials and possibilities so that that Neptune in Pisces can keep you connected to trust, faith, hope, as well as compassion for yourself around what you don't know right now, where you could travel during this period with the sense of openness to the possibilities. And then how do you calm down the mind or the ego? How do you take care of this type of uncertainty? And that's what it brings up. It really brings up how we deal with uncertainty, how we move through things that are totally out of our control. And as much as we want to make something happen at times, this Mars retrograde is really about stepping back and reviewing and looking at what has developed for you ever since Mars entered Gemini and reached eight degrees of Gemini, which occurred towards the beginning of September around September 3rd or so. So basically September and October are months of reviewing, looking at our choices, looking at where we're putting our energy on a daily basis and ensuring that it's truly in alignment with the work you've been doing, with what you have been intentionally aware of, where you've been healing, what you've been practicing, because Mars in Gemini is so much in the present moment that there can be an unconscious disconnect from things that you know or things that you've realized. It's almost like we get on autopilot at times and then we realize, oh wait, I forgot something over there or oops, I didn't mean to make the same choice I always make. I should have known better. Or we can say things quickly and then realize, oh, actually, I meant to say it like this 
more than like that. So that Mars and Gemini, because it's such a mover and a shaker, it can be disconnected from your own consciousness journey. And I feel like the best and highest ways to work with these ongoing squares to Neptune and Pisces is to slow down and listen. So this Mars and Gemini being retrograde is being required to be more receptive. And that's uncomfortable for Mars and for Gemini. And yet here's this big influence from the universe saying, I want to give you something, but I need you to stop and listen. I need you to slow down for a minute so you don't miss this information, this insight, something that's already been coming through in your intuition that could be about a key part of your spiritual path in this lifetime. Neptune and Pisces holds that energy signature of our spiritual growth and is always present, is always aware. But here we have an outer planet working directly with a personal planet. And that personal planet of Mars is really no match for Neptune and Pisces. This also means you could feel more tired. You could feel sluggish or that you need to slow down. You could require more downtime or just want to go at a slower pace. This could be something that you fight. Like logically, you don't want to do that, but that's what your body is saying. There's also this influence here with Neptune and Pisces being ethereal and something just feels so uncertain that it challenges the rational mind and it challenges what we would consider reasonable. So this is also an energy you might be feeling where there's things you could be sensing or opening up to, or again, these intuitive messages coming through and the rational mind is like, that's insane. That's crazy. I would never do that. I would never say that. But your higher self is dropping in some inspirations or ideas to just sit with. That doesn't mean you have to do anything about it. And with Mars retrograde, it's best not to. Perhaps it's best to just sit with something, let it marinate, let it be something that you're just imagining. And that alone could help open you up to more expansive information or messages that the logical mind wouldn't normally grasp or sense. So this could be a time period where your creativity expands. You're being asked to see a new pathway or a new solution. You're being asked to step out of what you had planned and to allow something else to reveal itself. This could be a time when the retraction of Mars and Gemini is seeing something he missed the first time, but he's not seeing it with his eyes. He's seeing it with his intuition. He's seeing it with his third eye. He's seeing it with his heart. And these are all feelings. So I feel like part of what this is, and I'm actually going to mention how Mars's masculine energy and we previously had, as I mentioned, Venus and Gemini retrograde, which was the feminine energy that was working directly with Neptune and Pisces. So this time around, the feminine energy has already had this reprogramming with Neptune and Pisces. Now it's the masculine energies 
but it's a little bit more challenging for the masculine energies than it is for the feminine energies. And so this is where the masculine energies could be trying to figure something out, but the answer isn't in the mind. The answer isn't in the logic. And that's where there could be this spinning or the anxiety of like, why isn't this clicking? Why isn't this connecting? What is missing here? And it's because you have this strong Neptune in Pisces that wants the energy to be much, much bigger than the mind and wants it to be something about the intuition, the heart, and more of what we would consider feminine strengths. So I feel like part of the masculine energies within each of us is being softened to some extent, especially if there were any hard harsh edges. It's being softened and there's this incoming influence of heart openings, of feelings coming up that maybe are new or different. It's almost like the feelings that can't be denied or the feelings that are all encompassing at times. Um, I'm seeing like a dam breaking. Like there could be something that just breaks open, especially if the energy has been very tight, if there's been resistance or even a strong boundaries around feelings. And I'm seeing it as like a cement dam just cracking or something busts open or something comes through. I mean, it has a very powerful influence here that can be overwhelming. And so this is something where the soul is trying to come through. The soul wants to override the logic or rationale of our minds and deliver something that shows us more of our energy. I also feel like this Neptune in Pisces is a direct connection to your natural frequency state. And when it's coming through, it's bringing in some very powerful connections, messages, transmissions, downloads that you're meant to integrate. You're meant to allow it to absorb into your energy field. And this is where we're being required to be more receptive than perhaps what we're normally used to. And that ability to receive, that ability to receive spiritual energy, to receive messages from your guides and angels, this is where it feels like a direct connection from the soul's frequency, from the God self, of what you're meant to know or understand that the mind wouldn't normally think of. And it could feel quite big or quite significant. This energy is also about your physical health. It's also about taking care of the body and looking at, I mentioned there might be a need to rest more frequently or more often. But this is also about looking at the physical body's capacity to receive these spiritual downloads that can at times be too much. And it feels too like there is some type of ego clearing happening that Neptune and Pisces removes and there is a transmutation process underway. And again, now I'm seeing that crown chakra again. And if you were to visualize the violet flame of transmutation, dissolving, removing, transmuting anything that has been too much, that has been a limitation 
or a blockage. Uh, perhaps it's been an over-reliance on parts of your energy that no longer serve you or have kept you out of balance. There's something here about the ego is being removed and lightened. There's a lightening of the unhealthy ego. Now we need our healthy egos, which is our healthy self-identity, our healthy sense of self and how we feel confident in who we are and our ability to travel our own paths. So the ego in and of itself is not a negative thing, but there could be some excessive ego expressions or parts of ourselves that we don't need to carry anymore. And that's part of what Neptune and Pisces removes. It takes away what we don't need for the journey ahead. And so there's this reprogramming occurring where parts of what we've relied on are actually no longer needed. They're no longer necessary. But can we trust the new downloads that are coming through? Can you trust what you're feeling? Can you trust the messages from your intuition? Can you trust what your heart is feeling or the messages from the heart? So there's this expansive energy that's very feminine that is essentially infiltrating the overactive or overused masculine parts of ourselves. So on a day-to-day basis, if there's things you don't No, you don't have the exact details or particulars. Plans change, details change, communications aren't working. There's a bigger theme here that your soul is holding a very peaceful frequency at this time. And how much can you calm down the parts of yourself that get really anxious about not having it all figured out? How much can you go into that peaceful frequency that is totally fine with what things are right now and how it's unfolding and how you can still trust the divine timing of it all, even if there's things happening in a day that are confusing? Plans change. People don't show up. People don't respond. People don't come through. I mean, that's part of this energy as well, is that everyone could just kind of be in their own ungrounded world and it brings up that confusion around what they're doing, what they're choosing. I mean, it feels like even in a workplace, uh, maybe people just aren't at their desks or they're not getting back to your urgent emails. It has this sense of what's going on What are people doing? Where are they? And it's collective. I mean, this is a collective energy that everyone's feeling. And so it could very well be that people disappear from your world or from your life, or there's a sense of not knowing what to rely on. Again, going back to the inconsistency. So it's going to be our ability to remain flexible, to go higher and look at the bigger picture, and to also self-manage and examine if we go into any of the lower belief systems such as powerlessness or victim consciousness or escapism or self-pity or blame or anything that isn't really connected to your higher self's frequency. Now, Mars will have some support, especially when he trines Saturn in Aquarius. And this happened the end of September at 19 degrees, and it will happen again the end of November, also at 19 degrees. 
but then Saturn keeps moving forward and will not connect with Mars and Gemini a third time. So they only connect twice. And this means that Mars trining Saturn is stability, clarity. I'm going to do this. This is what makes sense. This is what's logical. This is what I need to take care of in the real world. Saturn holds the frequency of the 3D, while Neptune holds the frequency of the 5D. So here is this Mars and Gemini receiving this huge 5D influence into March 2023, but he still has to take care of commitments and responsibilities in the 3D. So the trines to Saturn provide grounding and give him a sense of, okay, I can take care of this. I'm in charge of this. I can make progress on this. Even if it's not going to happen as fast as I want it to, at least I can direct my energy towards these Saturn in Aquarius matters. It also feels like this Mars retrograde in Gemini is slowing down our mental processes so that we can think more clearly, so that we can truly balance or access both sides of the brain's hemispheres, where if you've been very much a left brain person, perhaps there's something in the right brain that you're tapping into or you're ready to spend time on. That would be another gift of this Mars retrograde in Gemini is to look at how we use the mind and are we using all of it? Are we using both sides of it? Gemini is about duality, which is also what Pisces is about. So we have these two energy signatures that are taking us in different places within our personal energies and basically taking us out of a comfort zone, taking us out of what we've known in order for us to see things in a new light and to be more conscious of what we're doing on a daily basis. But I do want to emphasize the slowdown, the fatigue, the tired. Maybe you're just tired of overthinking. Maybe there's been too much happening and you need a mental break. You're tired of decision making, tired of figuring out a plan. But we live in a world where there's things we have to maintain and we have to keep doing. But this could be a time when you adjust your expectations of yourself. Maybe instead of doing something in one day, you give yourself a week. You change the timeline or you look at what would be a better use of my energy and do I have to rush this through? Mars retrograde is not a good time to rush anything. It's a time to catch up, to review, to look at what needs to be completed. So as we move through the final months of 2022 and then enter 2023, there could be a sense of getting things back together, meaning what do I need to take care of now that I didn't have time for earlier? What is important that I should revisit or reconsider? Where do I need to reprioritize? And again, when you look in your natal chart, between 8 to 25 degrees of Gemini, you're going to notice those matters in that house are calling for your attention and for you to slow down, to look at some new details, to look at maybe what you overlooked initially or what didn't seem important, but now you're reconsidering it. So there is a definite slowdown and it's significant because of this influence from Neptune and Pisces, but it means we have new options to consider, new ways to use our energy, but this doesn't mean you're disconnected from your power 
from your choices or from your light. Rather, it's a time to be more receptive at what is coming in, at what is busting through, at what you're feeling and sensing, and to check in with your heart. And you can monitor this in yourself where you're like, oh, normally I go to my head for all the problem solving. What does my heart say? Drop the energy down into the heart and what comes up there? What messages are you feeling? And for some people, this could be a brand new thing that you've never done before in your whole life and it could feel very foreign and scary and vulnerable, but it leads to beautiful gifts. It leads to more of yourself that is ready for you as well as more of your soul's messages that are waiting for you. So it is significant. That's why I wanted to do a show on it. And I will keep discussing this in my Wednesday podcast episodes. That's where we discuss the energies of every week. So we will keep this as an energy to look at, especially as Mars continues to make interactions with other planets and points in your natal chart. For those of you who listen to my podcast regularly, there will not be a Monday episode on Monday, October 31st, but I will be back the following Monday and the Wednesday episodes will continue as normal. If you want to look at the astrology that's happening for you in 2023, please check out my brand new 2023 Soul Growth Astrology Program, where we look at all the big astrology of the year. And honestly, it's the biggest astrology since 2020. It's significant. It's rare and wow, we are really moving into some new territory. So you can check that out in this program. It has eight different videos where we discuss what is happening and also how to look for these energies in your own chart so that you can see, for example, what the eclipses are going to be opening up for you or what the upcoming Venus retrograde in Leo is going to be about. Take a look at that program. You can get it for only 33 bucks with coupon code HELLO2023 and I'll put the link below this episode. Thank you so much for joining me as always. I'll be back here on Wednesday for another podcast episode and I look forward to connecting with you then. Take good care.